And also what I just wanted to mention, talking about the fight scene, what I find really impressive is that, I mean, Jason Momoa is, is a huge guy. He's like the rock size, right, obviously. I think yes. a lot of people comparing these two right now, right? Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. I like about Jason Momoa is that he he's very physically strong and he's massive, but he's still very flexible. When you oh, see the yeah. fight scene, he, he almost like moves like I would do because, I'm, I mean, I'm shorter, shorter. than him and yes. lighter, but yes. he moved like myself, like very fast and, you know, the way how he moves around. Yeah, I was like really impressed by that. No, definitely wow. they they really go above and beyond and and it's nice to see uh the differences between people who can see on the show and who can't see yeah you know it's very clear that the twins can see and yeah. it's nice that we get to see visually like people who can see because yeah. i think that that adds an element to storytelling but then to still see um the other characters and particularly with the way that he moves i think that that is rooted to the fact yeah. that as a man and as big and powerful as but, he is, he still can't see, so he fights like a person I um, mean, who doesn't have vision. Honestly, overall, we talked about it last week already, but the fact that almost, except these two kids, obviously, everyone is blind, mm-hmm. makes these fight scenes even more exciting. They're incri- Because I, think yeah. about it again, we are in the same room. Let's say you and I are in the same room. We want to fight <laughs> with each other. We can't even see each other, but we Bro. know we are right next to each I other. Can't Isn't get, that crazy? I can't get over that. <laughs> that being said, let's jump sure. to episode four, you titled The River. So... In this episode, my biggest takeaways were... <laughs> okay. We're going to the river. That's right. The witch finder is back. Uh-oh. And to kill a queen. So we got to learn, I think, a lot more about the queen. Yeah. So we'll save that. But we'll start with just the idea that we know they are off to the river because the witch hunters are back. Now, I want to ask right off the bat, especially if you guys are in the chat... What do you think that Magra found? I know we learned by the end of the show she's saying it's something from her father, but what is it? Oh man, I wish I could tell you. I was still I'm still asking myself the same thing. Maybe we can also ask the audience, what do you guys think she has in the small bag? You I know, want what, to know. What do you think? I mean I have no clue, seriously. I, I don't yeah, I don't even like, know. At first initially I was thinking like maybe it's something else that Jerla Morel left and it maybe, was for her. It means definitely not money or whatever. Maybe like yeah. a necklace or something. Something very important, very, very personal. We know it, it means something so. to her, and she has said that it belonged to her father. Yeah, but she won't say what it is. Yeah, I mean, for me, it might have some information that her father is connected to some of the characters mm. that we saw already, mm. and she doesn't want to keep. She want to keep that secret for now because I think it's not the right time to open yeah. up. Yeah, that's what I feel because she's okay. very secretive about it. She's very much like. I can't tell anybody. So I feel like it must have to do something with someone around her. Got you. Got you. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But so on this Mm -hmm. quest, they're all getting ready to go to the river. So at this point, the tribe kind of splits into a smaller division of folks who are going to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the older people, I mean, they just go out there. <laughs> they're like, save so yourself. It's like, bye. I mean, at some point, there's nothing that we can do. But so we're met with Gatherbex again, whose Aww. message has made its way around the world. This and so guy. he's just like, I got the witches. But we see um, Kofun comes in and he handles him. And I thought this was another display of the differences between... Uh, the twins and their character. For sure. Because he showed, like I said, maturity and just in terms of humanity when they're making their way to the river. Yeah. Instead of killing him, he's yeah. like, you know, we're not that kind of I mean, it, it was a stupid 
like thing to do. <laughs> you, should have, you, you should have took him out. You should have. Yeah. But um, you know, but it showed very much that he's uh, like very human, right? He, yeah. He doesn't believe in killing anybody. So. Yeah. He is. He's definitely on the humanity side yeah, side of things for sure. And on the flip side, uh, Haniwa is just like. Like I would have but, him bows say. and arrows. <laughs> couldn't wait. She couldn't wait to see him and get the I chance. Know, now, I know. with that, I do think it was. I don't want to say tit for tat, but I think it was redemption for Arca, the guy who they ended up like killing. Yeah. And as soon as she seen Gather Banks, she came through with that bow and arrow. And, and I was like out. at home, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I like I said before, I was like, now how long can can he actually yeah. last with this, right. you know, this type of character? But one of the things that was most surprising to me was that boat that Baba Voss had built on his own, without the ability to see. I mean, that's. I mean. I mean, coming back to the storyline and realistic stuff. So, I mean, how was that for you, to be honest? How did you feel about that? So, here were my thoughts. Okay. First, I was thinking... Okay, you know, people can build because <laughs> they because they live. But then I was like, well, maybe uh, Jerlyn Morrell left like instructions. But I I just was I definitely was willing to suspend my disbelief for the fact. But it was just like, how in the world would yeah. he really be able to build this boat with like sails and whatever else? I know it looked a little too perfect. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can still build a boat, but as, when I mean, you're no, blind, granted, you're it was it was like logs. It was it didn't have like rooms or yeah. like sidewalls or anything like that. But it was a, a boat, like yeah. Somebody he built. That. It looked legit. I mean, it looked pretty good. It was legit. Yeah, it got, <laughs> it got them mean, down the river. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I was like, I mean, you know, coming back, I think sometimes you just have to put something in to to move the story forward. You know, even if you not 100 percent believe it or something. Yeah, so. how else would they have? Yeah, there's been no able other to way. get out of there. Yeah. So that was necessary. Another element I enjoyed seeing again was that use of the sign language. Um, especially going down the river. They're I like loved it. I and oh my God, listen <laughs> to me. Uh oh. I was on <laughs> I was sitting there watching just on pins and needle the whole time because they're like this close and you and, and it's just like oh my god and then when they were in the water, I was like, Oh intense, my intense. god. And that's what I'm saying about the whole like film or this show. whole experience it's just it's it's, just it's another world because i can't even imagine trying to play that and and have it be as real know. you know as it was for them i know and i, I thought too when um baba boss when he was in the water and as soon as his sword just touched enough he knew to just ah, that was kill that him. was like, dope i was like yeah you got it <laughs> i'm here i love the fighting i i, I mean and it can be a little gruesome but I, I i love that i think that's necessary with this caliber and i really have to show. say i what i also wanted to point out also to people maybe if some of the cast and crew of C is watching right now I mean the cast is beautifully I mean it's beautiful like every person fits mm-hmm. perfectly mm-hmm. to their character I feel they did a great job on for that. sure phenomenal job yeah. I think and I and I feel that there aren't any real weak links that I've seen no, at this really. point no, everybody's really. used and in the capacity that are used in it plays to their strength yeah so I don't have any problems with that now, sure. so the witch gathers are back. We see Tamoxie. Now, what did you think of him speaking directly to the twins when they were on the river? And he's just like, hey, I was there when you were born. Let me hear your voice now. It's, I mean, it's kind of creepy, right? I think they did that on purpose. I liked mm-hmm. it. I like these kind of moments because at the end of the day, 
it's kind of true what he's saying if you yes. think about it for a second, right? Because he was around, you know, for he was sure. not completely closed, but he was in the same area, let's say, right? Yeah. Remember the first episode when you're trying to like climb up the hill or the mountain? Oh, absolutely! Like he said, he heard their cries, and I think that he does, even though they're not closely tied together or speaking, but they do have a relationship they with do. this person. I mean, this has been an ongoing, his life's journey and mission for sure to find them, and he hasn't really been able to do that successfully. I think maybe it was also kind of a trick that he was trying to do just to make them do any kind of yeah. noise, you know? Maybe if he says certain things that someone is kind of like reacting to it and then making a talk. sound or whatever, you know? No, for maybe sure. Maybe he was trying to do that on purpose. It didn't know? work. They were already sealed with the sign yeah. language to, to go in silence, so just a bit more and then I do want to jump into our special segment with the betrayal some news and gossip and predictions so as they're on the river we do get to see a lot um, happen in the shift uh, of just trying to figure out who we are and where we're going when they had the vote now Tell, tell me what you thought of that. So a few things I like that we learned, like their chat chat, the the whole language thing in yeah. terms of that. But what did you think about the struggle for Haniwa to uh, kind of just show her leadership? Um, the idea of uh, what's her, her of Bo not being able to vote, but then being able to vote. Like, what did you think of that whole sequence or that whole scene? I think it's very. It was very interesting to see. I think they're all kind of believing in each other. I think they want to stick together, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, everyone has a different goal. I think Margaret and Baba Vaz, obviously, they yeah. just want to live a quiet yeah. life with everybody. They don't want to have any trouble, anything. Mm-hmm. But I think then more and more understand, and I think the, the third episode was really great in showing Margaret, for, uh, especially Margaret, yes. hey, I don't have little kids anymore. They mm-hmm. have their own vision. They yeah. know what they want to do with their own life. And I think at some point, she's respecting that a little more. Yeah. I think in episode four, I can see it in her face that she comes to peace with it a little more. I think you know? so. I mean, I think she's so. still fearful of some things yeah. just in terms of how she'll fit into their world. For sure. But I think by the time she had that conversation with Haniwa, she was more yeah. settled and, right. and at ease. And I think part of the curse of being an elder is just, you know, to be young, you don't know what life is until you live it. Exactly. So you're willing to you, I'm I'm always going to be ready to fight because I don't know enough I don't have enough life experience right. to tell me different and so I think that was the struggle but like I was saying earlier in terms of Haniwa and and her character really developing I think having that vote having Bo being able to vote and decide to vote with her and her brother right. showed you know, that she has to allow space for people right. to feel differently and kind of respect that quiet leadership as well. Because Bo is like, hey, we literally have fought this hard. Yeah. We would do a disservice to everyone to not right. see where this goes. Exactly. And so I feel like when she was able to see that, that was able to kind of give her more, maybe some leadership right, qualities. Because right, right, right. she's very just going off of instinct and what she wants and her gut. But I think if anybody's going to be successful, they're going to have to stick together and realize like that them as a united front is what is going to be the thing that saves them. And I think they will. And I think what I also liked is at the end of the day, the kids and the parents and everybody where we see a lot more from, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. didn't really make the decision at the end. Isn't yeah. that, and that was very interesting to see on the boat because it was the, the young uh, girl, what's her name again? Um, 
you Bo. Need, yeah, Bo, exactly. Mm-hmm. She was had the, the final to break Bo. the tie, yeah. And that was very interesting. So they basically didn't even have control over their own right. future. Even in a if way. they wanted to, exactly. that's and so true. That that's so was true. interesting. To me. Times I love change. That. I, love I mean, that. yeah, I, I love that too. All right, let's jump into a little bit about the queen because we saw her. Right. We may have seen less of her, but it still was impactful. For sure. So I knew that they wouldn't take her out. Of course not. Right. They wanted they wanted to yeah. and I thought they might be able to, but we got to see that she had her own shadow. That was interesting. Right? Who was revealed. I right. I did confirm that shadows are people who exist and they just take and wash away. You were like, right on that actually. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh. I think you were right. I think you called that, but we know that they we are. Did. They, we, <laughs> we did it together, but so that saves her because they were plotting to kill her. Right, for sure. Um, but I, I, you have to tell me because I know that you favor the queen. Yeah, I I like her. Yeah, character, but I still am very much confused. I, I don't oh, know. Me too. Trust me. What yeah. she wants. I mean, they talked a bit about just her leading and being broken hearted. I mean, they were giving her some real. Uh, in terms of her leadership. At some points, they were just saying, like, uh, the people are saying that we're just led by a woman with a broken heart and that Jerla Morrell has been running for her, running from her ever since. And yeah. she's still chasing him. He doesn't want you. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Which is the hardest lesson to learn. But Get out. <laughs> no, but I, I, the thing is, and that makes it still very interesting to me. I feel like she, she's kind of a, she is kind of a psycho in a way, yeah. right? But I think because she is emotionally impact, impacted yes. by, by a lot of things, especially by him. Like, I think she wants to be loved by him, Jerome Morel, like, like crazy, right? And she doesn't mm-hmm. get what she wants. And I think that makes her going crazy. And I think she doesn't really know how to rule her own people and the own country, but she knows still that she is the queen so she can do whatever she wants anyway. Yeah. And I think she knows that she's in that position. So every time when they go into this big room and they're praying and sing and they're singing, she's always asking people, I feel like, for advice and what everyone is thinking. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, she doesn't give a shit anyway. She doesn't. And she's just going (laughs) to go with her own decision. I think she's very much... um, Right. Someone who... Like, selfish, I would say, a little selfish bit. Selfish in a lot of ways because she is just going off of what she wants. I mean, she's so driven by her heart and her quest to reunite with Jerla Morrell right. that she can't see anything but that to the point of you're sending all your people, you're killing... You, right. I mean, you really don't care. And by the end, it, it's as if she turns off those right. water pumps, whatever that is, I don't know. Sorry. Why would she do that? Why would but you destroy her on I honestly yeah. think she's doing whatever she can to get Jerla Morrell back. I mean, have you ever been, or maybe you, have you ever been maybe in a relationship, right? Where I've the, never been in my life. Where <laughs> the other person could be a tad bit more interested. And sometimes, I've been that girl, so I'm going to just tell you. But I've been in a position okay. to where I'm just, whatever I can do that will get you to realize and see like my worth and my value, I am going to do it. And I think she's at that point to where it don't matter. Cause I'd rather be dead than to not be able to reunite with this person. So it's pretty much like creating attention no matter what. Correct. Right. I would, I honestly, at some point I just thought you should have prayed a little more. You, 
It's like when you, you know what I'm talking for... about. Okay. <laughs> anyway, just a side note on that point. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, but I mean, to your credit, it does make sense because I think a, a I don't want to say a normal person, but life is about having some sort of balance. Yeah, and of you want to be self sufficient to the point to where if somebody tell you that they don't want to be with you, ain't you have no business chasing them for That's twenty totally years. Right. Totally right. I mean, I know. I, of course, I mean, it comes across like stalking and, and like going crazy about someone. You it's know, pointless. That. I know. So I think she just lost it, right? I think she's emotionally impacted by 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 him so much that she can't really get. She can't really get. She can't see anything else. I mean, yeah. listen, I'm very interested in seeing where we go yeah. with the queen. When we get to predictions, I'm gonna I'm gonna just give a prediction about the queen. I don't know what it is oh, yet, okay. but I'm gonna commit to it. In the meantime, let's jump into our special segment. Ooh. Each week, we talk about the biggest betrayals in history because Gather right. Bex is among this community, and he has betrayed his tribe. He is now dead. But tell me, who do you have for us this evening? Oh yeah, hello everybody. We we'll talk about a biggest betrayal in history as you said and today i have a very special guy for us it's theodore hall okay have you ever heard about this name nope maybe you guys have if not that's okay but this guy was basically a scientist in the second world war in the united states okay and he was basically working he was the main guy working on the first and second atomic bomb for the united states okay which was basically happening maybe some of you heard about the manhattan project Mm mm-hmm you know, it ha- really happened, right? Yeah, yeah, 42 yeah. to 46. So a really big thing happened. The first atomic bomb was basically exploding in the United States back in the days, right? In the oh, 40s. Wow. And he was the main guy working on that. But <laughs> now the crazy part. Okay. He was a spy for the Soviet Union. What is it with the Soviet I Union? I don't know spy- what the Soviets <laughs> wanted to do, but they got them all in our country, guys. Right. But he basically worked on these bombs firsthand. He was the main guy creating it from scratch. But at some point, he was giving all the information to the Soviet Union like crazy for, for years. And you know what the crazy thing about that is? What? He got away with it. He never went to prison. Because the FBI was basically trying to in- integrate him and was trying to talk to him at some point, like I think 15 years after. Oh my goodness. But there was not enough evidence to, to get him into prison. So he basically just moved on. Another he became one. a scientist for university. He got married, he got kids, and he lived a beautiful life. After. Wow. So, and I was like, wow. So he successfully betrayed. Yeah. But See it, what I'm saying? Isn't that, but isn't that interesting? It feels like I was reading the, the history about him a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was so obvious that it was him because he, there were even like documents yeah, yeah, with yeah. his name on it that he was doing it. But no one caught him on it for it's some reason. It's crazy what you can get away with. It's, it's like today. Some people just get away with stuff and you don't know how they did it, right? Right. So, And then when you try to go back, like you said, and look, you're not always able to tie. And then you just the tell pieces. yourself, I should have done it that way. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> That's a good it. one. Check good. him out. Theodore Hall. You can find him on Google. I mean, <laughs> yes. crazy guy. I love that. I love hearing about betrayals because uh, it's something that kind of goes overlooked. We don't really talk about. Especially with this part of much. history. I mean, come on. Atomic bomb, the first one? Insane. That's a big thing. Insane. Well, I'm not dropping any bombs, but let's <laughs> drop into our news and gossip site. Okay. Maybe it is a bit of a bomb. I was trolling Instagram earlier today. I was on... Um, Jason Momoa's page, and he's already working on his next gig. He took oh. to Instagram earlier today and dropped a trailer. He has a new movie okay. called The Frozen Few. It's being filmed this winter. 
Mm. Yep, so you can head over to his IG. There's like a little trailer. You can check that out. I'm interested to see. I, like I said, I think that he thrives in nature and in this world. So I'm really excited to see what he does next. I'm I mean, really becoming a fan. I think he looks perfect for, for these kind of fantasy kind of stories. Mm-hmm. I think that's his thing. Yeah, for sure. I like him a lot, so we'll stay tuned to that. Also, so tonight, in these episodes, we did get to see the character of Hanua more. Um, She is played by Nesta Cooper, and I saw that um, she was uh, recently featured in Vogue. She was on a trip to, like, Miami, uh, an art-filled theme, and so you can check it out here. Head over to Vogue. It's some nice pictures of her. She's young. She's really good. I think she's talented. And she's yeah. got some work coming out soon. I think she's got a project with Selma Hayek. So, But how old is she really? I don't know her age. Huh. I don't know I would her say age. mid-20s, I would say. She's right? got to be she grown. Like mid-20s. Maybe 30. Who knows? Ooh. We'll figure it you out. You look good for 30. Oh, we'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> and then the last bit of news, I've been so engulfed in the show and just trying to find out where do we find it. You guys, if you're not already, head over to Twitter, Twitter and follow at C official. This is the official Twitter account for okay. the show. And they're dropping like little tidbits. We know now that we're invested in a world that is completely different from us. And so they were just showing, you can see in the pictures and stuff, uh about the elements. I can't see it from here. But things like the the ropes that are used in that world to guide people on a path. You know, things that we take advantage of because we can see they actually use as a way to uh, help them exist in their world. So their Twitter account is like releasing little tidbits. I always like to oh, know like behind the scene things. That's but this, awesome. Yeah, it lets us more into the world and the structure of the show. So I like that a lot. Nice. Thank you so much. Wow. Of Very course. informative. And we're just about out of time. But before we go, we got to have predictions. Oh, we have. Your oh, After yeah. Buzz TV predictions. I don't know where to start. I Man. feel like you're better at predictions than me. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, I mean, for me, the queen is going crazy now. She's destroying her own palace. I still don't understand why, right? But Mm -hmm. I feel like she's leaving her place. She's leaving her area. And I think she's really trying to find Jerome... um, Jerome? Jerome Morrell. Jerome Morrell. Damn. Next time I got a people. So I think she's trying to find him finally. And I think we have kind of a connection with them. And I think that also our people on the boat gonna arrive at the kingdom oh okay you think they're headed to yeah, the kingdom sure. okay I'll take that I think she is on the quest to find Jerla Morrell I think that we may see the queen die on the next episode really I'm thinking that because in my head I don't know how many more episodes we have to go but I do know before we tie up at least this season we've got to get the twins in a position to rule I think. That's going to happen. And so I think we have to see her come down and then rise up. Yeah, and I think the kingdom, by the way, is not the kingdom as we think it is. Yeah. You know, they always talk about kingdom. So I think everybody thinks, oh, my God, this huge palace maybe. I think it's something completely different that they mean. Yeah, I think it's going to be completely different. And then real quick, so do you think at the end of episode four, was that Jerla (sighs) Morrell? I mean... It, I feel like it has to be. Who else would know and be able to take their thing? But why would he? Why would he take all the weapons? For for what reason? Why I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I get your point, but <laughs> would he really come like just out of the blue, just like that, if he's still working on his kingdom down he's the street? He's done it you know? before. 
That's right. The best thing about it is we'll find out next week because we'll oh, still yeah. be watching the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can catch us next Monday at 5 p.m. We'll be here to unpack episode five now that we're all caught up. Um, if need be, we can keep the conversation going. My name is Keith Andre. You can follow me on social media at Keith underscore Andre. Nice. Yeah, this is Benjamin Schnau. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Benjamin Schnau. And I'm also going to do the show The World According to Jeff Goldblum tomorrow, Tuesday. And also the new German show on Netflix, We Are The Wave. Check it out. Yes. See you later. Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. Seventeen summers later, and here we are. Episodes three and four were full of fresh blood and an epic trip to the river. Plus, I wonder which big betrayal we'll learn about this evening in our special segment. I've got you covered with the latest in news and gossip. This is the See After Show. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? <laughs> Happy Monday. I can't believe it's already a week. Damn. It flew by. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, two episodes, a week later, here we are. I'm happy to see you again. Same. I have, like, just good experiences, you know. Like, that is kind great of memories. a big deal. You know, I like to say Monday sets the tone, so I feel right. like this is the perfect start to the week, and I just want to carry this energy right on to oh, yeah. get us to the weekend. Let's do it. All right. Well, here we are back again. Mm-hmm. Episode three and four, so another big show for those just joining us. My name is Keith Andre. I am an actor and an Apple TV Plus enthusiast. I'm here, of course, week after week, Ben Snow. Oh, that's right. Another actor. That's right. Incredibly talented. I seen your IG. Oh, oh. I stalked your IG a little oh bit because we're friends God, now. God, I have a stalker now. And then, of course, a huge Jason Momoa fan. So oh, yeah. happy to have you. Happy right, to guys. be here again this Thanks evening. Thanks for having me. All right, so what we'll do is the same kind of setup as before. Since we're covering two episodes, mm-hmm. we'll go through episode three, and then we'll switch gears to four. Ben will come through with the biggest betrayal in history. I don't oh, yeah. know what that's going to be, so I'm excited. It's going to be exciting, let me tell <laughs> and you. And I was able to find um, some news and gossip. So let's get started. Episode three, titled Fresh Blood. So this episode, uh, we talked about the Queen Kane and uh, Tamakti June. They reunite. Yeah. Then we'll go into Sutterbox and the baby and this quest for fresh blood. Right. And we'll round things out with uh, just the secrets out. It's time to tell the truth. We got to see a lot from the twins. Like I said, 17 years, 17 summers have passed. And so they are grown. They've got opinions. They've got minds. And <laughs> they're not uh, hesitating to tell you what they think. Especially her. I mean, she is like... Haniwa. Haniwa. She's like... I mean, she's a warrior. She she's a warrior, but okay. Before we get to the twins, let's take a second and talk about probably I know one of your favorite characters at this point. Right. So we start the episode with Queen Kane and Tamakti Jun. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about all this time that has passed, and basically, you know, he's ready to hang his head because 
he spent his whole life trying right. to track down these witches and he's been unsuccessful. Right. What did you think about the whole element of death? I mean, we've already been introduced to death in yeah. the series, but in this context to where he was like, just give me the opportunity to take my own life because I'm a failure. Right, right. I feel like, I mean, he's a warrior too, right? I mean, I think he's yeah. kind of a guy, he just wants to be proud of himself and he felt himself, oh my God, I just lost. I didn't I didn't hit the mark, Yeah. right? I had my own vision. I wanted to find these people mm-hmm. and I didn't make it work. So I deserve death. Yeah. Right now. I, I just want to. And especially in this type of parameter, like that is a kingdom. He's super loyal right. to the queen, which a lot of people are getting sick of. And yeah. I can't blame them. But it's also, I started to think about um, Jerla Morrell because right. I mean, how good do you have to be to be able to go undetected for like 17 years? I mean, I'm still like nobody how- can find you. <laughs> oh, because we we also find out that he's building a, a kingdom or something. I'm just like, if yes. you're doing it for 17 years, someone should know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it better be right. We've always seen that he has things just very mapped out and yeah. planned to a T. So I, I've been thinking, just wrapping my heads. I guess later when we get into predictions, trying to decide like, will we see him again? When will we see him again? Have we seen him again? Mm. Episode three and four. I'm not sure. Is you see what I'm saying? I, because there's this one scene we're going to talk about it later, I guess. But oh, yeah. there was a moment where I was like, "Is it him? Is it not? You yeah, know, you know what I mean, we'll right? Get so. there in episode four. That's right. That's right. All right. So we had that little moment just with the queen's whole kingdom recap there, yeah. and then that took us straight to kind of going back to still those who are on her side. We saw uh, uh, Gather Becks, of yeah. course, and his aunt. Suitor box. Right. And so in the beginning, everybody um, in the tribe is having this talk about this need for fresh blood. So, right. whole time, apparently in 17 years, she was pregnant <laughs> and they decided that the baby had to be a double now because we know science and we have Haniwa who was like, oh, it's DNA and chromosomes. Right. Like, exactly. that's going to happen. Um, but that was the whole catalyst, the need. I, I definitely felt like the show had to find a way to get us outside of their world. So I wasn't yeah. mad at getting the opportunity to see like how, you know, sex or tradi- how that part of the equation worked in these type of societies yeah. that have only like a few people. They're very limited. Yeah. So they take this journey to a festival and that's where kind of everything just Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I'm coming back from the from a storyline perspective. I understand mm-hmm. that we have to go out of this like, yeah. like where they live for so many years. I totally understand, but I felt a little like how risky is that? Because you were always talking about, you know, we have to keep them secret and we can't really leave that place because we have have found a secure place here right now for us. Mm-hmm. And then out of a sudden, they just want to go to a festival where I feel like, wow, pretty much everybody or anybody can go to a festival or whatever. Yeah. And maybe they get in trouble or in danger. And as we see, it's, it's happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, we so. definitely got to see that. I do think the festival was not just for story, but I do think it was a bit of a necessary evil because for one thing, these people who have led these life where these festivals is a normal part. Yeah. We got to see some of the characters, some of the older ones, whoever is... Um, Bo's mother was just right. telling her like oh you're gonna dance like me and your dad dance so it's nice to see like I feel at a certain point you can only hide or sit back for so long you yeah know? at a certain point you want to try to live your life but I also thought what was telling is the whole leadership that has formed I think they did 
do a decent job of capturing the idea that all this time has passed because Magra we got to see was very much in that leadership circle with yeah. her and Baba Voss who were just trying to decide if they should even take the trip to the festival because of the safety concerns right. for the twins. Totally. I feel like she's kind of a, like the silent leader of yes. the whole tribe, right? No one is really talking about it, but everyone knows that she's the kind of main person, even it up like even a level higher than above of us oh for sure because like, more he like the physical guy, mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. yeah but it was interesting to see that they go to the festival and then we have that one scene out of a sudden where we feel like that the whole witch finders left a message across the country right yeah. so everyone now was basically into finding these witches yes right? that was very interesting I, yeah I, I agree I, I definitely could appreciate that because even the queen was saying um when um Tanakhti was just talking about going out and like nobody knowing his name and she was like oh you're making him like now he has disciples because uh, we saw when we got to the festival there are people who are not even him but they're burning like they were able to see because they could see they're like they can't see they're not even witches and you're literally setting them on fire exactly exactly exactly. so I don't know before we jump because I do want to spend a little bit of time talking about the twins because we get to see more of their personalities right and we get to see them as individuals but we also get to confront the fact that for Magra she has to deal with like this great betrayal from her children from Baba Voss and and from Paris in finding out that they can actually see and read and and have learned all these things what did you think about it like did you think it was fair did we need uh did it have to be done in betrayal was there any other way for her to find out to be justified or is this part of the experience that you think is necessary? I think they did a very smart thing because in this situation where they were trying to find him, right, Kofun, where they were trying to find yeah. him because he was already, like, stolen by the, the slavery. Yes. Like, yes. So this situation, I feel like there was no other choice. There mm-hmm. was no option for her. And I think maybe the, the story writers wanted to get Margaret in a position where she feels like, oh, my God, what did you guys do to me? Yeah. But, hey, okay, that's the past. Now I have to focus on getting my son back. For sure. So I like the scene where they are standing in the forest or in the woods, and, and she mm-hmm. gets confronted with the information. Hey, you can see, you, you can read what he was leaving you? Yeah. And that was interesting because I felt when I saw her, oh, my God, I mean, she wants to freak out right now. She wants to tell everybody, how, how can you do that to me as my mm-hmm. kids? Mm-hmm. But she was like, okay. Let's calm down. Let's, Let's focus this. on him and find him first. And I like this contrast. I really like that did that For very sure. well. So. Yeah, and it's almost as immediately um, as she found him and he was back, then she had the chance to, like, really grieve it. We saw her collapse. Like and the so, relief. Almost, yeah, I thought it was great, like, development for her character for in particular because sure. we do for get sure. to see her. I mean, in the first two episodes, we knew she was a mother. Yeah. But we still weren't, I don't think, as connected to who she was. Yeah. We were very curious about her past and, like, right. what was going on. And so now we got to see, like, really who she was. Yeah. Particularly when she did say... um Something to the effect of, like, before it was revealed, she was telling them something to the effect of, like, don't lie to me because I already hear things and I'm telling myself no because you guys would never lie to me. Yeah. And then cut to... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We can read. That's funny that you mention it. I remember that scene. It was in the house, right? When when she's talking to her her daughter and was basically saying... But I know you would never lie to me. When she said that line, I had a feeling that she was even lying to so herself right now. You hit the nail. You know what on I mean? Be- yeah. Because she, I think she 
was just trying not to be honest to herself, not to hurt herself. But she knew Absolutely. subconsciously they have knowledge. I'm But I don't want to let it out. I don't want to think about it. Just leave that. Behind. Oh yeah, I And, think that level of intuition yeah, is real. Ben. For sure, I've for I've sure. dealt with some people who have been like in a relationship and like oh. I think so, but no, that exactly. wouldn't happen. And then whole time, it's like real life, and that's an interesting position that you were talking about mm-hmm. because we all felt that in life, right? Yes, you know the truth, but you cannot think about it because it makes you feel sad. Yeah, it makes you feel like hurt, and you don't want to have that feeling. Nobody wants so. to feel that, but so, at some point, we do have to face the truth. And she does. And she does. Right. Now the twins, Kofun and Haniwa. Yeah. Are definitely helpful in just getting all the truth out because right. there was a bunch of truth that came out. But I want to know, and if you guys are in the chat, you can yeah. let us know as well. In terms of the twins, who who you riding with? Like, who do you like the most at this point? I was the first of all. I, w- I was surprised. Okay, maybe that's just because that's you usually didn't necessarily how it is. expect this behavior from. Yeah, because yeah. Okay. she like Han Hanwa. She's yes. she's the stronger yes. of these two, which is like. I mean, obviously, usually you think because of the history. Hey, the male guy, you know, he's probably maybe he wants to go out, he wants to fight, he wants to do all that. Mm-hmm. But he's the opposite. Complete. He's like, hey, you know what? I think we should stay. And she was like, no, no, I want to go out. I want to see everything that I learned. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that was very surprising and refreshing for me yeah. to see that because I think a lot of people, maybe not just myself, expected the other way around. Oh, know? for sure, for so sure. It was good to see. I, I love felt that. that I knew she was gonna be. On this wavelength in some ways, because right. I remember when they first um, got the box and was shown the books. Oh, right. And so she kind of wanted to, to read and he kind of wasn't point. with it. But still, I was very surprised that both of them. Um, wait, but you did. So who who's your favorite between the two? Cause you I mean, answer. I feel like I like him in a way because yes. I feel like he's still a little bit more mysterious. I think she is more obvious okay what she wants to do i think he still also want to do the same thing mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's also kind of controlled by the norm still that the tribe was giving him in a way or the ma or margo was yeah. giving him so i think like he's kind of in between so it's great for me to see okay how is he going to react in the future now because we yes. can see he at some point even at the end of episode three he's opening up a little more and out of a sudden also want to see oh everything. yeah 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 I, w- i was pleased to you know. learn By that point, that they both were on. By the time we got to the vote, uh-huh. what is that episode three? I think that's episode four. That's episode four. You're right. Okay, but. but we were able to see even in the beginning peakings of his character. I feel that he is the more mature of the two, for sure, because for sure. he's very like kind of well rounded and yeah. even balanced. Yeah, and you know he presents in that way. So he there he has like a. A quietness to his personality and, and a bit mysterious for sure. Whereas she is full throttle with what she thinks, yeah. how she leads, uh, right. what she knows and has learned with the bow and arrow and that sort of thing. Yeah, for so sure. So I do think it was definitely good to see um, that sort of contrast between the two. Because a lot of times when people think of twins, they think of them as the same. They are fraternal twins. Fun fact: I am a twin. I have a twin brother. You're kidding? Yeah, I'm serious. I have a twin what? brother. We're fraternal and we're like complete opposites. But that's usually what it so, is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the whole thing. But I do want to know. If we can go ahead and take a look at the chat. I'm oh, interested yeah. in seeing what things are being said in regard to the relationship between right. the twins and like who do you guys pick? So for me, I'm not gonna pick because I just feel like right. 
Yeah. I shouldn't have to pick. You're a twin. You can. But exactly. 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 But we do get to see, like, knowledge is definitely power. Oh, yeah. We, we learn a lot there. So I appreciated that. Now, when we got to the kidnapping, did did you expect him to be kidnapped? And was it real enough for you, that kidnapping experience with the slavers? I, I was surprised. I didn't see that in the storyline for some reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I kind of I appreciated the fact that he could not see what he saw at the festival that they basically got burned yes. alive. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was that was shocking, and I, I understand that he was leaving and had to throw up and stuff like that. But then out of a sudden, these guys coming up and trying to, you know, just steal him and kidnapping him and stuff like that. I mean, it's. It didn't really fit into the storyline, to be honest, because it just came out of the blue mm-hmm. for me a little bit. You know, I didn't see that. So it was a little bit like, OK, why? You know, but then obviously when we move on and we have the fight scene, I was like, OK, I like that fight scene. Yeah, <laughs> agree. I thought but, that um, that was another um, experience where yeah. we needed to, like, develop show. to move the story. It was forward, a little. You know? Why would he get kidnapped? Yeah, I mean. It was just to move the story forward it, a little bit. Yeah. You know, so. And it helped to reveal some things, but I've, I've got the chat pulled up, so thanks for your patience, guys. I oh, want to nice. just look at a couple of things here that are being said. Yes, uh, so we're talking about Hanawa and yeah. the fact that she's not 17 in real life. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, she looks a little older. We know older she's now. not 17. Okay, so... Um, Melody Soto says, Kofin for me, Haniwa seems to not treat Baba Voss as her father, and that bothers me. I don't think that she's not treating him um, as her father, but I do think she has just this rebellious streak in her. Yeah. And she is very, like, self-aware, and I think because she's chased... I think she will get the chance to develop because yeah. now she's learning more, especially when we get to episode four. Right. I think some of the things will help round her out. Yeah, and I understand. I mean, talking even in my, from my private life, talking to people who got raised by different parents, at some point I feel as a kid or human being, you want to find out, okay, where am I coming from? Mm-hmm. Who is my... I mean, don't get me wrong. I think she still believed that Baba Vas is her dad because he was raising her, right? So he was basically responsible for her. But I think at some point you just want to know, hey, you told me that that my real dad was right. someone else. Right. I think I understand her from an emotional perspective that you want to know who is that person, you know? Yeah, and so, you deserve to know. Yeah. You definitely deserve to know. For so sure. I thought that was important. But even out of that, so we learned a greater secret, not maybe not a greater secret, but another secret in that so Baba Voss had to share more about his past and the fact that he was actually a slaver. I I wasn't thinking that for for him at all. No. I thought maybe, you know, that his dads and them were kings or just a leader and a warrior, but I didn't uh, imagine that he would have at what time been a slaver. Right. I was, I was surprised by that as well, but then I thought, okay, now it makes sense that they brought in this kind of storyline, having these slavery guys and just, you know, kidnapping him and stuff like that. So I get it from that point of view that we have to explore Baba Vaz's history and his background, you know? And what I also realized, correct me if I'm wrong, but I had a feeling when he was talking about it to his kids and saying about his past, and what he did and that he can become this beast and monster out of a sudden. Yes. I felt like Magra, obviously, she knew that and I feel like that he was 
probably kidnapping her at the very beginning, but then at the end, they kind of fell in love, mm -hmm. and he was probably es like helping her to escape. That's what I felt. I'm yeah. not sure if that makes sense to you, because she was looking at him for a second, giving me that feeling... She knows exactly what he's talking about. So Absolutely. it felt almost like that she experienced it even with him. Mm, you know? I wonder how much they do know about each other. We'll yeah. talk more about that. Yeah. But Ivan is definitely in the chat. Thanks again for your thoughts. But he's saying, I thought uh, Baba Voss was a slave, not a slaver. Like, if anything, that maybe in the past he had been a slave. But no, he had actually been a slaver. The best part yeah. for me in episode three was this sort of uh, fight sequence. <sighs> I thought it was just... A beautiful display. Beautifully it was shot. like a dance. It was beautifully shot. I mean, Jason Momoa, I feel like this is the world that he thrives in. Yeah. To even where the thing I like about him um, and his capacity or skill set is, is such a range to be um, kind of subtly compassionate, but still like so strong and yeah. physical. What did you think of... Um, the fact that they had him throw up as well before he had to like go back into his old self, he had to throw up just as like Kofun had in his. Yeah, I thought it was good to see, or I, I I felt that maybe it was a way to tie in the fact that they, you know, he's still their father. Yeah, they and, were and, raised I, that way. and it also showed me that he's not really believing in what he's going to do now in the next couple of minutes, but he had to do what he had to do in in, in terms of like like freeing or escaping yeah kid, so. and i mean think about the extent that right. a parent is willing just to go oh, to totally. to protect their children totally. he said that's something that he would never do again yeah. and he went in there and yeah and he's for did me what he had to do i mean for me baba vas the character that jason momoa is portraying for me he's not the typical warrior guy he's not just this guy going out and just killing everybody oh I think yeah he's a very emotional person at the end yes and I, she just got to do what he got to do. And that's pretty much it. For that's sure. He's line. willing to do it. But we always know the place is coming from is, yeah. for, is from love and yeah. community and right. his family.